Hi, I'm Teresa Duncan. And I'm Kevin Henry. Welcome to Chew On This. We are excited to bring you our views of current topics in the dental industry and put a little different spin on them, giving you something to chew on. If you need to jump off, be sure to check the show notes for links as well as how to get in touch with us. And now let's give you something to chew on. And we are back with another edition of Chew on This with my friend Kayvon. Hello. Hello, Miss Duncan. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. I'm uh, excited to dive into some things today. Do you ever think our podcast listeners are like, they're always great. They never answer Well, that we're know, not great. I, I guess you'll have to keep tuning in to see, well, well, my back's really are aching today or boy, my <laughs> sciatica, you know, if we can start, start with a show like that. Oh my gosh, we're so old. Okay, so <laughs> so speaking of old, let's talk about regeneration and old stuff, Ooh, right? Look so at you working it in. You're coming at us with this like really scientific article. I love it. You What's know, up? Well, it's it's interesting because I uh, you always hear about the advances in dentistry and what would be really great. And and I don't know if you've heard this, but I've heard countless times. Oh my gosh, if we could just figure out a way to regenerate enamel. That that's kind of the 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 chalice, the the holy grail, as it were, for so many people is can we regenerate enamel? Because we know about you know recreating teeth with stem cells. We know about the amazing things that three D printing can do. Well, now apparently at the University of Washington uh, in beautiful Seattle, of course, uh, there has been a breakthrough. And this is an article that obviously we'll link to. Uh, but the title of it is "Stem Cells Used to Create Organoids." which is a great word, by the way, organoids that secrete dental enamel protein. Okay, so, and and this is this is absolutely a big deal. And, and again, you'll have to read through it and see, but I love this quote from the professor that's highlighted, uh, who is one of the ones who was working on the study. This is a critical first step to our long-term goal to develop stem cell-based treatments to repair damaged teeth and to regenerate those that are lost. And so, so you, go ahead. So, hole in mouth, and you can regenerate the tooth right in that hole. That's what we're going toward, which I think is a fascinating thing because obviously we talk now about, you know, crown bridge, we talk about implants, we talk about flippers, we talk about all these different things that can be used to fill the hole in the mouth. And now we're talking about you could actually have a tooth regenerated with enamel to go in there. And I think that that's a huge step moving forward. The archaeologists years from now are going to take a look in our mouths and be like, what the heck went on <laughs> in 2023? What the yeah. heck? So it's it's being studied now. So that's amazing because there's been a lot of advances in this whole um, rebuilding of enamel yeah. um, where they, they actually talk about what's called scaffolding. There's actually we're getting a new code next year Kevin, oh, that's for good. a material that actually um, it doesn't just rebuild. Um, kind of reinforce existing enamel as some of what we have now. It actually re-scaffolds and builds the enamel. But now we're talking about there's no structure there for it to scaffold to. Like mm -hmm. we're talking just straight up regeneration. Yeah. And, and there's another uh, part in here that, again, I, I'm not a scientific guy. My science mind isn't exactly always there. But this is one, one quote, and again, you can read it in the link. Enamel is made during tooth formation by specialized cells called amneloblasts. 
When tooth formation is complete, these cells die off, and consequently the body has no way to repair or regenerate damaged enamel, and teeth can become prone to fractures or subject to loss. So I think that this is really interesting. Not only can it regenerate teeth that possibly aren't there, but are there applications ahead for those of us who haven't lost teeth, but we've obviously grown past the point where we're, we're generating enamel on our own, that this can be put in and helping our teeth remain strong? I wonder, though, if, I mean, obviously they've, if they're in studies, there's probably been some adverse issues with these studies. And if you look at people who have tori on the, yes. um, in their mouth, you know, that's an overgrowth of bony a bone in, in areas. And I'm wondering if, if you have these osteoblasts or amelioblasts, like you said, <clears throat> then you're going to end up with maybe some overgrowth of bone in certain areas, enamel in certain yeah. areas. It, so bone is different than enamel, obviously. But if you have a cell that's stimulating growth, what if you do, what if you have too much enamel, I, you know? I, yeah. Uh, what I, if the enamel, what if it's so strong that it actually like, overgrows that space and starts to infringe upon the natural teeth on the other side? That's a really great question. You know, I mean, can you grow 32 perfect teeth, you know, and, and have generations moving forward? You and I'll never see this probably, but still mm -hmm. generations moving forward where they always have the perfect smile. Their cavities have literally been eliminated. You know, so I, mean? I think that we need to address that. Uh, there's two populations who can really benefit from this and uh and we we really can't just avoid this conversation uh zombies and vampires oh i love where you're going already so vampires now like with very strong teeth they're they're really? gonna take over don't you think well they, i mean they should but of course the <laughs> zombies are biting people as well so i, so, I think you know, this is a this is the thing we got going here. You got strong zombie teeth, and you got you got some problems. We can't go out at night because of the vampires with their well, bionic teeth, and then you can't wander around during the day because you got zombies running around with new teeth. I mean, if they create these stem cells, we could lead to a zombie apocalypse because nothing. Yeah, they're just going to be able to chew through steel. You can't even stop with a fence or anything. You know, hey. So, so to our new listeners who've never listened to our shows before, sometimes we go totally off into these tangents. So, and, and there is another group, of course, that could benefit. Uh, those, you're going to go the, pirates. The pirates. I, I mean, knew it. Because you know, we know how many times the teeth are lost by scurvy. You know, so. <laughs> it's not just scurvy, it's scurvy. <laughs> so, you know, if Captain Ahab or whoever it might be has 32 perfect teeth, you know, maybe he's a little nicer to the crew. No, you know what? That's true. Well, I mean, and if they can regrow a tooth, they can regrow a peg leg, can't they? <laughs> <laughs> or a hook, a hand, like right? What, what about just an enamel leg? <laughs> an I mean, enamel leg. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's part of the regeneration as well. You know? Well, is an enamel hook stronger than a metal Ooh, hook? What do you think? Captain Enamel Hook. <laughs> doesn't it just doesn't sound scary, does it? You, know, you just kind of go, I mean, it makes you pause for a minute before you slash it. You go, huh, and then you're done. Captain Hook versus Captain Enamel Hook. That sounds like, like a preppy Captain Hook, like a metrosexual Captain Hook. Like, that's what that sounds like. <laughs> All right, we've totally, we've totally yeah. lost the plot, which is so normal for our conversation. Well, let's be honest, there are a lot of groups that can benefit, including, <laughs> you know, maybe I should fly up to Seattle and say, I don't know if you all considered this. 
throw some ideas to the, the scientific crew up there. <laughs> is there an open comment session for their for their study? Um, but it is it is really wild that this is happening now. You said in Seattle, but I remember back in April reading something about the universe. There's a university in Japan that was also yep. working on something similar. So this is definitely um, where we're going with the research and. You have a ton of doctors out there learning this restorative care and, you know, now you have to learn regenerative care. Like that's True. just, that's going to be a wild segment of dental school, don't you think? <laughs> I, I completely agree. And, and, and I just want to read one last quote here because this sure. is the part that I thought was really cool. Uh, there's one of the scientists who says this may finally be the, and I'm using air quotes here, century of living fillings and human regenerative dentistry in general. So you're right. If, you know, and again, this will be some time from now, but dental schools will have to change completely if this is something then that comes in. And what does your focus then become as a dentist, as an oral health care provider, if you know that the enamel is going to be there, you know, year after year after year? Yeah. So they're already teaching in dental schools. They're teaching how to work on patients using augmented reality. So a lot mm. of times you can do most of your work on the computer, not on patients. And I know that that doesn't sound awesome. It actually scares me a little bit. But okay. um, I was reminded by somebody that uh, pilots now don't just fly as much. They do air simulators. They do flying simulators now. Um, but then my pushback to this particular doctor was, well, the government has invested millions of dollars to make sure that flight simulator is as close as possible. They're not investing in dental schools to make sure. To yeah. <laughs> so the, the number, the amount of technology, the the amazement of that is is very different. But um, I just think it's. I mean, what if now, or not now, but later, the dental school of the future is you know, working in a lab, running prompts through AI, running, you know, simulators. Yeah. Um, and then you've got to find a way to simulate a crying patient or an angry patient or just a plain old witchy patient. You got to do what, that. Could you simulate that for the folks at the front desk? Yeah. I'm not paying this. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. I could do yeah. that all day long. Are you kidding me? That'd be the easiest <laughs> lecture. Things See? you'll hear from patients. You suck. Why am I paying for that car out there? I put his three of his kids through school. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be fun if you were that avatar, you know, the dental assistants or the front office had to learn from what? I don't need these x-rays. Right. I mean, you know, I, I think that'd be fantastic. Just have some fun with that. I don't know, Kevin. I don't want to walk down the street and get egged and tomatoed by dental assistants you're, who have had to learn on my avatar. You're the x-ray guy. Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I told you off yesterday. I'm not scared of you. <laughs> I can hear it now. So... Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, so we went into the future with you. You want to go back in time with me? Absolutely. Always okay. will, Bill and Ted. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. So I have been um, I have been actually surfing the web, and I came across the Columbia University Dental School, um, their site, and they have these pretty cool um, blog post called Tales from the Operatory, which okay. I, I think is pretty cool. And they go That's over cool. all these different, like, you know, historical things that have happened in dentistry. And I did not know um, that there have been some famous people who have died from tooth infection. Oh. Did you, do you have, do you, are you, besides the two that I told you already, were you aware ahead of time of people, celebrities that have had I, tooth, like. You know, I, I guess I, I think of oral cancer that has killed 
people, but I, I have not thought about tooth pain or tooth uh, inf- or infections, shall we say. No. So speaking of oral cancer, you did not, I did not tell you this one, um, but I would like to bring up that uh, the 18th president of the U.S., Ulysses S. Grant, oh. actually uh, died from oral cancer, from throat cancer. Oh. I did not know that. That's in, interesting. In all the years that I've been teaching um, anything, I I mean, I never knew that. And and I don't know if I've come across that in a lot of these like dental trivia sites. Yeah. So um, so you've never seen that as well? I, I haven't, but I've, I've interviewed the author for my Dental Assistant Nation podcast. I've interviewed mm-hmm. the author of a book, Grover Cleveland, another U.S. president, had a secretive oral cancer removed and like really? lost part of his jaw. And you'll see... The facial hair covers it up and everything else. And it was a very secretive thing because he didn't want anybody to know that he was sick. Oh, and so wow. it's a fascinating tale of how they made sure power was still at the top with him, even though he was going through all this oral cancer stuff. So Well, they did that with FDR. Remember, they didn't show FDR in his wheelchair for true. years. Yep. Um, and it was only until motion picture, really, uh, that he was fine with, with that. So, um, But apparently he was a... General Grant uh, was a constant cigar smoker and loved his whiskey. Ah. So he uh, basically um, just had a, a <laughs> he, yeah, he gave his throat a rough life. <laughs> he really did because those two things can be really tough. But in the end, when he was publishing his memoirs, um, Grant, because he was dying from cancer, actually became bankrupt. Oh. And because of his bills and because of other things. And he finished his book just days before dying from the cancer and um, saved his wife from being uh, destitute because it became a bestseller. But guess who helped him finish his book and publish his book? Uh, General Lee. Uh, Mark Twain. Oh, I, I was Mark right. Twain. Okay, yep. there you go. Yep. So uh, very, very interesting. And I just was, um, you know. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't even think this is the Columbia Dental School of Dentistry. I'm totally wrong. This is Columbia Dental, which is a dental office. So even better. Wow. Because there's this big thing that says pay online. I said, I don't know if I would pay the dental school online, my <laughs> tuition, but okay. So, so that's that, that, some airline miles probably if you did. So, <laughs> hey, yeah. so I apologize for that mix up. Um, so and then and then I found so that I have two more for you. Um, Hugo Boss, who is the luxury fashion designer. Oh, yes. Okay. So cool. he actually died from a tooth abscess um, and basically did not seek any medical attention. It migrated to his bloodstream and then became untreatable, which is really sad because if you, obviously if you get, if you catch the infection fast enough nowadays and antibiotics were around back then, um, that he, he could have had that. So, um, but I did not realize that Hugo Boss was a, um, was associated with the Nazi regime. Did you know that? I didn't know that. See, I didn't know that either. So there's a, a rumor that he designed the SS uniforms. However, there's been, I found multiple sites that stated that they did not, and there's a uh, controversy. So he may or may not have. Um, it, the, I don't think it's as solid as a, what some of the sites mm. are saying. So, um, but he, I mean, he was a he's a German guy. And he you, was over there during that time, so who knows, right? So you're telling me that there might be some online rumors that aren't true? Is that what, what? I was you saying? What? I would never spread such fake news. What? All right. So <laughs> <laughs> now here's the one that I did not know about at all, which was 
Um, Jim Henson, the creator of the Muppets. Oh my! So this was interesting because this actually I became a journalist, Kevin. I think you'll be proud of me. I am I, proud. I did that. So I actually started researching because I was like, I have never heard this, and I remember when Jim Henson died. I was sad, you know, because Muppets. Yeah. I you and I grew up with when Muppets Absolutely. were on prime time. Oh all man, the, the time, Muppet right? show was fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, now and not those terrible Muppet babies. What a travesty! No, 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 no. It's like oh. Scrappy Doo. No, yeah, we don't talk Absolutely about not. these things. No. So, um, so I I was looking it up, and it it sounds like he died from a a, a really terrible systemic infection, oh. um, which led to pneumonia. Uh, but from what I can gather, some people, some of the um, articles were saying that it was uh, pneumonia that killed him. But then when I dug a little bit deeper into um, reports when he was sick, before he passed away that he was sick. Um, it does sound like it was a, a tooth infection, an oral mm-hmm. infection that led to that. And then it just spread throughout his whole body. Um, and apparently, uh, very sad to read, it was actually a very painful death. Some of Ugh. his relatives have stated that it was a very hard way to see a relative pass away. Um, and they had attempted to uh, save him hospitals and all that. But by the time they got to him, the infection was so severe they could not save uh, him. Now that's pretty bad. That's so, pretty bad. So, you you know, I'm always thinking about teachable moments. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you'd use in the dental practice when somebody presents with an abscess and say, "No, we really should take care of this"? For sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, honestly, if you pull out, you know. So let's just, we talk a lot about Diamante Driver, who was the Maryland child who died um, from a brain abscess from an untreated disease. You pull out Diamante Driver to the average dental patient, it's like an, oh, that's really sad, which is unfortunate. Um, But you pull out Jim Henson, you know, you pull out uh, somebody that they know. Um, I mean, take a look at when Michael Douglas was diagnosed with oral cancer. That was huge news. And, uh, who's that baseball player that's going around? Huh? Tony Gwynn is one of the more famous ones that does pass from oral cancer. Well, there you go. So that's, that's, and, and so basically anytime somebody is, um, famous and has a disease, I think we, as the, as clinicians, and this is sad to say, but we really need to, um, discuss this with patients because for some reason the cult of celebrity is strong oh it is yeah and, and it's weird isn't it how you know you think about uh you don't know these people but you know them you've seen them you know you, you think about all these times that oh no tom hanks has covid you know i mean i remember the very first start of the pandemic people freaked out about that because it was tom hanks and it was a celebrity so you're absolutely right yeah yeah. Well, and remember, and so uh, newer listeners won't remember this, but uh, when Magic Johnson had HIV. Yes. Uh, I was in college. You were probably in college as well or just out of college. Maybe? Yeah. 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 I mean, it was right during that time span. But yeah, you were just like, what? How could yeah. That be? And our weekend plans were pretty much like locked down now because it's like he got it from having sex. And, and you know, when you're college yeah. age, you're like, well, how about we study this weekend? <laughs> like a whole whole ice age wiped across american campuses right so (laughs) but but it was um but that was what it took really to get the news at that time to pay attention to hiv so so why not discuss jim henson and i i would think jim henson would want you to use his death to educate people 
I mean, he was an educator at heart. And if it was a horrible ending, obviously, you know, I, I think you wouldn't want anybody to suffer that fate for sure. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. So President um, Muppeteers. I love that. Muppeteers. Um, and and also uh, designers. I mean, they're nobody's safe. If you don't take care of your mouth and if you don't pay attention to the disease um, symptoms, nobody's safe. No, that's and and seriously, it's a great point. It's a great opportunity to start a conversation. You know, I, I think even if you know you never want to be preaching in the in the practice, but it's also something that, like you said, people can relate sometimes a lot more to Jim Henson than if oh my mother in law had this or something like that for sure. Yeah. So, um, uh, I think the haunted mansion was a Jim Henson thing. Oh, wasn't aren't the the Muppets right? So, uh, yeah. um, and I have not seen the new Haunted Mansion, but I will say that the original Haunted Mansion with Stephen Gutenberg is just a classic. There you so go. Perhaps so there, we should go back and revisit that. So wait, there was a Haunted <laughs> Mansion before Eddie Murphy. Is that what I hear you say? Yes. Oh, I forgot about that one. Uh, rightly so. I haven't seen the Steve Gutenberg Haunted Mansion. What? Oh no, that's hilarious. Really? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You is it actually based that. on the Disney ride and everything? Um, I don't know which came first, chicken or egg, but oh, okay. uh, I think it was probably based on the Disney ride. Okay. Well, probably. now I've got something. You know, I was bored, so now look at me. Now I'm not. I'm gonna <laughs> find that and see. Well, and you've got a lot of travel coming up, so you you're I gonna do. need something to watch on your. I your do. Adventures. You know, we we talk so often about Europe. I think I'll go over and do some firsthand reporting. How about that? Yes. Oh, yes. You'll have to give us the state of of oral health across the world. <laughs> Least I can. <laughs> we, <laughs> well, we didn't. Well, no, we did leave. We went to to Germany for a little bit of we, time. Just for just for a bit. I don't just think for... Germans are real excited we did that. But you know, <laughs> you know. I know they've worked so hard to get rid of that. <laughs> they've done a fine job. So. They have. They have. <laughs> All right. So, uh, dear listeners, I think that's going to do it for our two hard-hitting articles. Kevin's, of course, more hard-hitting than mine, but, uh, you know, we share the limelight. Absolutely. Always. (laughs) All right. Dear listeners, thank you so much for spending your time with us. And that's a wrap for this episode of Chew on This. We hope you laughed and learned a little. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. And don't forget to give us a rating on your podcast app. Feel free to drop us a comment on social media or by email if you have any suggestions for future topics. We'll be back in about two weeks. See you then.